the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. Of course, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m. to around 6.45 to the end of the football season, and then every other week beginning in January to the end of the school year. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armentar Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Assessor Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And uh, we're here at the studios at uh, 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, uh, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. And, of course, you can listen to the CHS Coaches Show wide streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com. And if you happen to miss the show, we archive it uh, a couple days later, so you can go back and listen to shows. Uh, you can now listen to Kane, as I mentioned earlier, on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240, and she will. Meanwhile, Coach, uh, even though football season officially ended uh, this past weekend, uh, there's still a lot of activities going on at CHS uh, with high school playoffs. you got soccer, basketball, girls, boys, soccer, uh, just a lot of things going on. Furthermore, I know there are other sports, uh, too, and uh, with fall and winter kind of combining. Uh, uh, could you just expound on maybe some of those sports and their activities at Catholic High? And I know there are other sports, too, that take place yeah. at Catholic High, Coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, starting off, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit about our girls' basketball program. Uh, girls ran into a tough opponent, uh, a local team right here down the street, Highland Baptist. Uh, their girls' program, if I'm not mistaken, won the state championship last year or the year before that. Um, so played a very talented and athletic team the other night, I think, uh, on Sat or the other day on Saturday. Um, their next game will be this upcoming Tuesday, uh, excuse me, next Tuesday, December 20th against Lauraville, which will be a district game. They will also play that game at home. Uh, that should be a, a, a more evenly matched game. Uh, both teams are very, uh, fairly young and continue to develop skills overall, uh, each week, uh, week in and week out. Um, so we're looking forward to, to that home game on December 20th against Lauraville and obviously will get us into district play. Um, that'll start district play. Uh, boys, um, you know, boys, as we, we had talked about before, uh, had been doing, you know, pretty well, yeah. uh, you know, without, with the exception of that, uh, the loss in overtime to Lacassine in their tournament, 65-64. Uh, they currently are sitting at 5-2. and two. Uh, They played a really good St. Martinville team last Thursday. And defeated them, didn't they? No, they lost. Oh, they, okay. it, it was actually 18-18 at half, which, you know, I, I, goes to show, you know, the, the level of talent on that court for both teams because um, – Catholic High has been, you know, just taking a look at statistically, they've scored 64, 64, 66, 53, and a tough game against Mandeville, scoring only 39, 45, and 72. So, I mean, not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and do that math, but, sure. you know, close to over 55 points, you know, averaging. Um, so an 18-18 ball game at half, obviously, with some great defense being played by both sides. Um, Coach Casey said he thought his team played very well uh, in the first 16 minutes, but then was outscored 21-8 in the third. Uh, just didn't have enough gas to overcome that deficit. Uh, they did cut the lead down to seven in the fourth, uh, but every time we would score, they would score. Well, um, the, you know, the St. Martinville played for a state championship two years ago. 
Yeah, no, that's exactly – that's what I'm saying. I mean, so this was obviously uh, a very quality opponent that they were playing, um, you know, and obviously the, the score indicates that. And, uh, you know, as he said, just cut that lead down to seven but just couldn't really find a way to get over that hump and, and, and make it obviously maybe a, a one- or two-score uh, possession type game. Uh, they did this Saturday uh, on the same day that our girls had played Highland. They did beat uh, Highland Baptist 72-34. Um, they're – they're a team that is going through a rebuilding phase, but after the St. Martinville loss, we got a phone. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we got a phone call. Let's see uh, who we have. Uh, you on the air with uh, Coach uh, Scott Watney? Hey, Coach. Um, I, I, I could have asked you this before I left the studio. <laughs> box car. Up, hey, hey um, I just wanted to ask you did, did you get a chance to, to actually go watch um, any of the, uh, the games yeah. at the Superdome? I sure did. We were going to talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> I got a chance to see six out of eight yeah. of the games. Okay, I, I listened on the radio to the the, the uh, St. Thomas More LCA game, and I can't remember a more improbable ending to a high school football game. Yeah, in in a long time. Wow. I mean, um, incredible. No, absolutely. I mean, and, and so it's funny you, you you brought up one of the ones that I didn't get a chance to make to. Um, I caught the. Uh, oh. I walked into the Superdome basically when it was all finishing. Obviously, I was kicking myself in the rear end because I didn't I didn't get a chance to make it. Um, but no, I mean you couldn't be more right. I mean when you talk about down ten ten points and, and essentially with LCA with the ball, I think not with three minutes left to go in the game, and you know to come back from that. I mean I saw the. I tell you, they they got an end zone shot of the touchdown that was scored between those two defenders from LCA, and I was just telling Tony before we got on the air, I mean, an inch left, an inch right of that ball and the placement where it was, I mean, it's an incomplete pass, and LCA celebrating a state championship. I mean, it was... um, I mean, it was as poetic as it could be. I mean, it was it was unbelievable, um, you know, just to even have that opportunity to come back uh, and win that game. And obviously, STM did do that. Uh, and I tell you, it really set the tone for the rest of the games because, as I got a chance to see pretty much all of uh, almost all of them, uh, you know, the Rust and Destrahan game was close for a comeback. Uh, you, you know, you had the North Dakota and Lutcher game that was close for a comeback. Uh, I mean, St. Charles Catholic had to overcome a deficit. They won twenty eight twenty five. Um, I mean, it just all all in all, I mean, in terms of like from start to finish, the eight games were just really impressive. Um, I mean, you know, the Homer game versus Oak Grove, that finished 17 nothing, And then the John Curtis and Brother Martin finished 23 nothing. Uh, those are the, the, the bookends of, you know, the beginning and the end of the state championship. But everything smashed in between those games were phenomenal. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I don't know. I mean, obviously my history doesn't go back that far in terms of state championship games, but I don't know of one that I've, you know, either heard of or saw myself or heard through the grapevine of a more improbable finish for SDM to go ahead and win that game. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely one for the record books and probably be hard to overcome uh, anytime soon. Yeah, and I heard um, one of the um, – uh, it was really like an LSU analyst today, kind of talking about uh, everything. But they, they uh, the host was asking him about that that game in particular, and they talked about it. And uh, man, it sounds like between um, um, uh, LCA, uh, uh, STM, and Turlings all have three really good quarterbacks coming back next year, and that's going to be a a brutal district uh, as well. Um, but hey, look, I'll say this much. Uh, the Superdome needed some some good football, you know, this year. 
with the Saints the way they've been playing. So no, I'm glad to see that happening. No, and I, I'll tell you this. And, and look, Coach, I, go ahead. Yeah. No, go no ahead. I just wanted to say. Um, no, I just wanted to say. Uh, I, um, uh, you know, I know there was a little bit of. You know, I hate social media. I really do with a passion for the most part. Um, I know after the game, there was a, a lot of controversy and, and stuff and some stuff posted. But the way that Coach Falk handled that with LCA, you know, I thought exemplified how classy of an individual he is to make that a teaching moment um, with, a, with a, a young man who probably just made a, a you know, a, a, a bad error in judgment. And, um, you know, my, my son had a you know, he had a chance to work with the with with uh, Trev's uh, wife at a, um, a tutoring program for underprivileged kids on the north side, an after school program. And uh, he met him a couple of times, and he was telling me how how great of a guy he was. But after I read, uh, I reached out to the young man to try to you know again embrace him uh, and, uh, and 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 make it a learning experience. I just think that's what sports is all about, you know. And I think uh, it's a you know a, a great a great gesture on his part. No, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I know, I know Trev. So before I went to Vermillion Catholic, Trev had left to go to Northside. Um, so as I was entering into VC, he was exiting VC. Um, and, and I could tell you the VC community absolutely adores Trev Falk and what he did in that short time that he was over there. Um, I know I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. Um, obviously, you know, his, his success at LCA is, you know, is, has been unmatched in a lot of ways. He's done a tremendous job. But like you said, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head is his character and integrity is really what's more impressive than anything else. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, you tip your hat off to a guy like that who could have easily turned it in a different direction um, and, and went a different route, which we've seen social media do before. Um, but for him to do it the way that he did it and handle it the way he handled it, I could tell you if I was the parent of the young man, I would be extremely grateful uh, for him doing what he did uh, for my family. And I'm sure that that, that, that young man's going to be uh, remember this moment forever, um, you know, uh, and, and, and hopefully carry it with him for the rest of his life, um, you know, and, and do his best to not make you know a mistake in that in that fashion again but no you can't speak enough about trev i know he obviously was disappointed obviously and not winning and so that i think even speaks more volumes of him you know it's not coming out it's coming after a, a crushing loss uh like we just got done talking about to 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 go into that direction you know just says a lot about him um says says tremendous about him so he's a good person that's for sure yes sir well i hope uh, you and your family have a great uh Great Christmas season, Coach. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, no problem. All righty. Thank you, Box. Anyway, okay. uh, you know you're right, uh, uh, Coach. Uh, just uh, yeah, coaches like that going out of their way. Most of them, you know, after the anguish after a disappointing loss like that. I mean. You know, you just you don't think you'd even take time to do something like that. Well, no, I mean, and 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 you know, and I, and I think you know, most people probably would say you know could understand him not doing that, right? But I think uh, obviously the world needs more more of that type of stuff. Sure. And, um, you know, I'm 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 glad that it you know you know not glad of the situation, but glad how the situation turned out and how he handled that situation. Um, you know, I mean, again, just continues to speak volumes of him. You know, Boscar was mentioning about the Superdome and it needing some some real life in there because obviously the Saints are struggling. But what kind of crowd you you saw? Well, that's what I was going to talk a little bit about. You know, it was um, I was a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, back in you know the 2000s when I was obviously at Holy Cross and playing. You know, it the the Superdome, the state championships drew so so many people from all over the state to come watch those games. Right? It was you know it was the pinnacle. Right? It was uh, you know there was only 
10 teams left, five state champions are going to get crowned. Obviously, the format was a little bit different on a Friday and Saturday. It wasn't spread out on Thursday to Saturday. But, um, you know, man, it just it was disappointing. You know, I, re- I remember in 2003 going to the West Monroe Evangel game. I mean, the first bowl of the Saints, you know, I mean, was completely, I mean, of the Superdome was completely filled. You know, you had some people at the next level. Obviously, you could see uh, the suites were, were taken up. I mean, it just, um, it hasn't. And, I, you know, again, I, I, I didn't go anywhere between from 2005 really to 2013 when the split happened because I was playing at Northwestern State, so I don't know what it was like then before the split. Um, but even when, you know, we went at Vermilion Catholic, you know, I mean, VC crowd showed up and obviously St. Frederick's crowd showed up. So the teams that were playing were well represented represented in, in, you know, the day that they were playing. But it just wasn't – it didn't have the carryover. I remember in high school when I went to that game in 2003, you know, seeing Letterman jackets all over the place and and, 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 and families and, and guys from different schools. And um, it just didn't draw that, man. It just it, – it was a little disappointing. And I guess, obviously, you know, the the crime in New Orleans is not a secret. I mean, everybody knows that, right? I mean, it's, it, it, it is what it is. It's factual. So I'm sure that that probably has something to do with it. But I would also say probably the 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 lack of um, competitive spirit in the state championship games from 2013 to now has been you know non-existent in some in some of those uh, divisions and state championships. I mean, I can speak even for the VC game. I mean, gosh, we won 63 to 18, you know, that year, and we probably could have scored more points that night. It wasn't very competitive at all. Um, but you know, when you look at this year's games. I mean, you're talking about games that were decided by a touchdown or less, you know, or two scores. Um, and that, I mean, when you talk about two scores, you got those teams are in it. Um, it was only two teams that really didn't able to, you know, get into the end zone. So I will say when we talked before the season, uh, Eddie Bo and I made a, a, a real push to changing the competitive spirit from the playoffs and from the state championships. And I saw Kenny Trahan out in New Orleans. He wrote a nice article about it, um, just kind of the observations of what went into getting into this point. And I would say that, you know, you got to put a checkbox in, in that because the playoffs were great. I mean, they came, they had some excellent games, um, some tight games, some close games, some teams that, you know, uh, some Cinderella stories, uh, some even from this area, uh, you know, Brobridge naming one of them, uh, you know, to, to, to the fact of, you know, you just look at the state championships. I mean, it was, it was fun to watch. And so I'm hoping that this format and the way that the select and non-select has kind of come together, I hope that it brings people back to the Superdome because it, it – that, that meant a lot to me when I was a high school student and watching those games and re- seeing those guys play on the turf or on the carpet, you know, as, as people would say before. Um, I'd like to see that again because it was I can tell you that it wasn't there. The people that were there represented their programs well, you know, the fans that did show up. Um, but it would be great to see the other people go and, and finish and support, you know, those teams that are playing. Well, I can tell you, Coach, at one time in the Superdome, uh, the capacity was 72,000, 74,000. I know on the bottom tier, the bottom structure, uh, the plaza, they call it, that yeah. sat between twenty two and 25,000. Of course, they've made some changes in that plaza section over the year. Then the middle section, the loge, sat about fifteen to 16,000. And then, uh, of course, they've added more suites in the end zones and other places. Originally, it had 64 booths. Who each booth was named after one of the parishes, and then the upper tier, the uh, pl- the uh, 
the nosebleed section uh, sat about thirty to thirty-three thousand. So uh, you can have an idea with the capacity uh, yeah. of uh, attendance and all with these games with the twenty-two, twenty-five, fifteen, sixteen, and then thirty to thirty-three thousand. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would say that you know just again going back in my brain, I mean, I would say that easily there was about fifteen to twenty thousand people that was in those stands. You know, back in in the two thousands to two thousand five when I went to the games. That I can promise you, they, they did not pull that. You know, yeah. that was not that, that was not the case. Of course, um, you got eight championship games now in well, lieu of five. Well, that's what I'm, that's what more, I'm saying. More, you know, you're kind of watering down the crowds for too. sure. Well, there's no that's what I, that, you know. I, I think the format, I think the city itself, um, you know, and I think the lack of competitive spirit that has been in the championships since 2013 to now. But I'm hoping that some of those things change because the format is better. Obviously, you know, we saw a tremendous difference in all of the v- divisions, all eight of the divisions throughout the entire playoffs um and the state championship games were excellent games i mean you know i mean they were just fantastic overall games exactly what you would expect a state championship game to be even the 17 nothing game and a 23 nothing i mean it was tough sledding for both of those programs so um or you know for all four of those to get to that state championship and win it so i'm hoping that next year obviously it'll it'll be a little different anyway let's go ahead and take our first break we'll come back and talk a little bit more catholic high you listen to the chs coaches show here on kane radio fm 107.5 and am 1240 we'll be back with more right after this BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports. Let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. 
Hallelujah. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head coach and athletic director, Scott Watney. And coach, uh, you know, uh, we were talking uh, about, talking about uh, some of the boys' sports and the yeah. girls, too, uh, at Catholic High. So let's continue with that. And uh, go ahead, coach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so going back to talking about uh, boys' basketball, um, they had played St. Martinville last Thursday. Uh, Tied up at halftime, played pretty well in the first 16 minutes, then got outscored in the third. Got a chance to cut the lead down to seven. Really just couldn't get it over that hurdle. Um, so they wound up losing to St. Martinville. That puts them as a uh, overall as a five and two record uh, with the loss to St. Martinville and the overtime loss uh, to Lacassine. Um, they did play this Saturday as the same day as our girls had played Highland Baptist. They did play Highland uh, this Saturday. They won 72-34. So kind of get back into what they've been doing over the course of the last seven games. Um, you know, this this is a, a team that is going through a rebuilding phase. But after that St. Martinville loss, we needed a game to kind of get, get some confidence back. Um, it's coming from Coach Casey McGrew. Next game is uh, this Friday at Nish, so crosstown rival. And obviously Nish uh, is doing really well, too, in their basketball uh, program. Uh, Chad Porcho is a good friend of mine. So I know that will be a pretty electric game. Um, so if you get a chance, uh, they will be playing at home um, in the Monsignor Dish Gym uh, against Nish this upcoming Friday. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. They're playing at Nish, not at home. Excuse right. me. So go down the street if you want to go see them. Uh, Another very tough opponent, uh, but the message to the team this week is stay disciplined and just compete. Um, they have a tough end. Uh, Coach Casey has a tough schedule in front of them this year. So when district rolls around, he feels like, uh, you know, they'll be pretty successful with yeah, everything going around. With the yeah. triplets back, as I call them, yeah. uh, they always add to, uh, of course, they got to get, you know, it's different from football legs and basketball legs. Basketball legs is more start and stop and more movement. Yeah. In football, you got a few moments to rest. You know, so you got to build up that stamina again, yeah. and it takes a, few, a couple of weeks to get going. Yeah, I mean, and, and look, you know, besides those three, I mean, when they got, I mean, he's got a full ten guys that I, I, I think that is, yeah, it you looked know, like his roster was a little larger than it, it was last year. It definitely was, um, you know, and 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 he's got three seniors that have really done a really good job. I just asked for a stat, uh, for his stats. I'll go ahead and go over okay. some of those stats for those top guys, but guys like Jaden Mitchell, Tristan Lewis, Kylan Kirchian, Caden Falk, Job Trosclair, Tyler Templeton, Chris Green are his top guys right now uh, in, in a number of categories. Jaden Mitchell has tw- uh, 12 points per game. He's got four steals and three rebounds. Uh, Tristan, 12 points. Tristan Lewis, 12 points per game, two steals, four rebounds. Kylan Kretchen, senior, eight points per game, five rebounds. And, you know, that's what I think is being a difference this year than last year is a guy like Kylan Kretchen and Caden Falk, the next guy I'm about to mention. Uh, also two senior, seven points per game, four rebounds that really didn't have – um, d- didn't really showcase what they're now showcasing this year. So I think that's obviously helping well, that group, Well, another too. year under their belt, too, makes oh, a big difference, Makes too. a huge difference. Um, Job Trosclair, the freshman, the six foot seven kid, six six kid, seven points per game, six rebounds, three blocks. Uh, Tyler Templeton, a junior, four points per game, two steals and five rebounds. And Chris Green, four points per game, two steals and four rebounds. So, I mean, he's getting – you know, one, two, three, four, five, six. He's got seven guys that are contributing, you know, in major ways, whether it be from a block standpoint, stealing standpoint, rebound, points per game. Um, that's good. 
And any one of these uh, seven can score in double figures. Well, that's the other thing, too. I mean, we're taking averages right now. I mean, right. you know, I mean, some of these guys have already, you know, come close to, you know, double doubles, triple doubles. I mean, you know, I mean, they, they've done a, a nice job. So sure. um, I know he's, you know, he's he's excited, obviously, about his his team and uh, and obviously where they're headed right now. So congratulations to yeah. them on obviously beating Highland the other night. And we'll uh, put our basketball schedule together with our local teams and uh I'm sure Catholic High will be in there for a few games uh, in that. So we'll probably announce that probably uh, right uh, when the, we come back from the holidays after the first. Yes, yeah. Uh, moving on, we'll talk a little bit about soccer. Um, don't have much update on girls' soccer, but I have a lot of update on boys' soccer because this was their first weekend um, that they actually got a chance to play. They finished 2-1 and one in the Dunham tournament, uh, losing to Zachary uh, by one. Yeah. So. Uh, they had a great showing. This is coming from Coach Troy Arsenal. They had a great showing against Dunham this past weekend. They played second in a tournament. Starting lineup was William Russell at goalkeeper, Daniel Trotter at left wing back, Owen Morris at left center back, Jackson Morris, two brothers, one a senior and one a freshman, is that right center back, Gunnar Buto, right wing back, Jace Arsenal, right midfield, Colin Wynn, center mid, Seth Dugal, left midfield. Uh, Bennett Boudreaux, left wing, Carson Broussard, right wing, and Christian Pope at forward. Uh, the first game was Friday night versus Broadmoor High School. They won one nothing. Uh, they put up uh, over 10-plus shots on the goal. They had 23 defensive takes away. Seth Dugas scored on our opening season goal, and William Russell, our goalkeeper, had seven saves in this game. Had plenty of opportunities but didn't make them count, which you know finished up with a one nothing game. But none, nonetheless, you start your season off 1-0, so you've got to feel good about yourself. Um, next Next, they played East St. John on Saturday morning. Uh, they were without William Russell, goalkeeper, and Jackson Moore, center back due to ACT exam. So two of their starters and two of their senior leaders uh, weren't there. But their boys, the guys that helped uh, replace those guys in that game stepped up. And they won the game 2 nothing. Christian Pope scoring one on a through ball and another from a PK. Uh, Joseph LeBlanc, who's in his first year playing uh, soccer since he was in third grade, a football player too as well, stepped in at goalkeeper. Uh, he's been training there the last week or two and came through beautifully. Luke Segarra stepped up in a wing uh, because because he had to shuffle Bennett Boudreaux to the right mid and Jace to center mid and Colin to right center back again because they were without William Russell and Jackson Morris. Uh, both of these games were very physical, but our final versus Zachary was everything. everything rolled into one. Uh, Zachary had size, strength, speed, technical skill, et cetera. Give those guys a tremendous amount of credit. Um, they were coached very well and played hard. Our boys had to play with every ounce of grit they had, and we stayed in the fight the entire game. Zachary scored a goal late in the second half, but we continued to create our chances. Zachary game was a dog fight, and both their coach uh, and I agreed this was probably the best game yet. Uh, he complimented uh, their head coach, complimented our boys, and made us feel like we've had something special this season. After the game ended, we all met at center circle to allow for us coaches to talk briefly, and we prayed together and, and pushed out to the family. It was a great weekend for CHS boys soccer. Only thing missing was our community, so we can't wait to play in front of our home crowd this December 20th. Uh, we have another tournament coming this weekend in Homa, but December 20th will be when the boys and girls uh, <clears throat> get together and play at home. So uh, if you're interested in seeing some soccer, come uh, come check out both programs. Yeah, that's, that'll be a Tuesday, one of December 20th. Yeah, it will be, and if I'm not mistaken, it's again. Is that also the last maybe day of school? No, the last day of school is this Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, let me see. It's December 20th is going to be. 
I think it's Homer yeah. Christian. It's a Tuesday. Oh, Grace. Great. Yeah, it's it's a Tuesday. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to figure out Grace Christian. That's who they're playing. So boys and girls will play. It looks like boys are gonna girls are gonna play at seven thirty, and then boys must be obviously playing. Uh, yeah, boys play at five thirty, and girls play at seven thirty. Okay. All yeah. right. Um, don't have much on the girls program. I, I'm taking a look at uh, the last time that we talked. Uh, they played uh, Nish down the road and had and had lost uh, on twelve six. And again, they haven't. They won't be playing a game until twelve twenty, uh, is what it looks like. Okay. Well, coach, let's go yeah, ahead and take sure. our uh, next break, and we'll come back and talk uh, a little bit about the high school uh, championship games over in the dome this weekend. You're listening to uh, CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Raymond's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Hi, I'm Corey Avery, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors, and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Arpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Shirlo or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Shirlo or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. It's Armentar Jewelers, your hometown jewelers, for all the latest fashion ideas in jewelry, watches, and diamond engagement rings. At Armentar Jewelers, we specialize in custom designs, remounting your older jewelry into something brand new. Graduation rings, traditional and unique for all area schools. Affordable fashion jewelry and watches. Service, quality, and value, always at Armentar Jewelers. Dale Street in New Iberia and Park Lafayette. Armentar Jewelers for the special moments in your life. My name is Dr. Abigail Hennigan-Daly, and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Team Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice, and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head coach and athletic director, Scott Watney. And coach, uh, you know, I, I know you were able to attend uh, a bunch of the uh, – the high school state championship games, you know, we talked about that with a call-in with uh, with box score about the uh, St. Thomas Moore uh, LCA game. And uh, I know you, you weren't able to attend that game. I listened to it. It was really something to see them go back and forth. I think the halftime score was 17-14 in favor yeah. of St. Thomas Moore. And then they put up St. Thomas Moore, puts up another 35 points, and, along with LCA putting up uh, – 
uh, uh, 44 points. So, I mean, wow. Yeah, you no, know? for sure. Yeah, my, my buddy actually is the head baseball coach at St. Thomas More. Went to uh, high school together, and I saw him this weekend. And um, obviously he was on the sideline for the, for the game. And uh, he and I were just talking. He said, you know, it was such a tight game at halftime. He said, but what's going to happen when we come out of half is that if they get a – if they get a score early, said this thing's about to get blown wide open, and sure enough, it absolutely did. Um, but, you know, like we had just talked briefly, I mean, overall the games had been exceptional. Um, you know, I mean, we talked a little bit about the crowd just not being there like it was before. Um, you know, St. Charles and Dunham game, I would say probably following the heels of the LCA and, and, uh, and St. Thomas Moore game was excellent. I mean, the onside kick by St. Charles – uh, you know, the surprise onside kick and, you know, coming back from that, I think it was an 11 point deficit to come away with a 28 25 win. Um, and look, it, it was following suit because what happened in, uh, early at 12 o'clock looked like was happening at 3 o'clock. And then at 7 o'clock when Rustin played Destrahan, Rustin had a chance to go down and, and tie the game up and send that one into overtime. Uh, so, I mean, it was, it was one of those things that it, you, you, you didn't feel comfortable in any situation, um, which again, I think is what you want in state championship games. You want the best two teams playing, um, you know, and, and, and duking it out and going, you know, uh, punch for punch. And that was exactly what, what took place. Um, you know, and then obviously the Saturday games, uh, North Dakota, Dennis Dunn, you know, longtime Evangel coach that had been in that scenario a number of times, obviously with Evangel, but this was the first time that North Dakota went. Their quarterback was extremely impressive. Um, they were down nine points going in with about a minute and 30 seconds left. And I was remember I was telling one of my buddies in the suite, I said, it ain't over yet, buddy. I said, because the way all these games have been finishing, you know, being down nine with a minute and a half doesn't mean anything. Just take a look at what happened with LCA and STM. Um, and then Lutcher had a fabulous quarterback too. Lutcher, Lutcher's quarterback is uh, all good. world. The way they t- he was accounted for over sixty touchdowns this year. He's he's so good. Kid from Lutcher, so good. The kid from Destrahan. Uh, I mean, j- just athletically, it was really good to go just see a bunch of just dudes out there just playing this game and playing it hard and playing well. Um, what were your thoughts on Manny and Union Parish? You know, so that was, uh, well, first off, Tackett Curtis, he's as good as the he, linebacker. He's he, committed to USC. What I didn't realize, everything that we, you know, everybody's talked about is him playing linebacker. I didn't realize he was a starting quarterback. Really? He's a starting quarterback. I didn't His first that. touchdown run was phenomenal. I mean, it was unbelievable. Uh, obviously, Travian, if I'm saying that correct, Travian Holly, the kid from right. Union Parish. Who's, who's the all-time leading rusher in the state of Louisiana. And he can do it. He can scoot. There's a kid that's a place for Manny, number two. He's the junior. I think he's supposed to be the top. He's either one or two for next year as the top prospect in the state of Louisiana. He, I'm telling you, hawked the kid Holly from Union Parish down. Superman tackled this dude from behind. And as fast as Holly is, this kid is a step faster. I mean, it was impressive. So that that game got out of hand closer towards the tail, you know, the tail end of the third quarter going into the fourth. But it was competitive. It was back so and forth. It got to be 35-13. It that, was a final. That's what I'm saying. But I think going into, I think the fourth quarter, it was only 21-13. So, I mean, it was, it was still within reach. Um, uh, Union Parish had some missed opportunities. Uh, they had a big turnover at the end, towards the end, uh, before the first half ended, um, and they wound up missing out on a field goal. Really missed out on a touchdown because um, they should have scored. They were within in the fifteen. But overall, I mean, the games were just exceptional. It was just a, it was a good weekend to finish the you know 
high school football. And quickly, uh, John Curtis wins what their twenty eighth, twenty ninth state title. That's just that's, um, that's, that's just. I mean, you know, they run that. They've been running that Veer offense since yep. uh, Moses. Yep. Uh, was, and I tell you, they threw the ball a little bit more than what you. They? Oh yeah, traditional. You know how he's been doing. Um, you know, I mean, it was definitely an impressive uh, game by them. And you know, shutting out brother Martin, who you know went to the Crows Nest and put up, I think fifty forty four or forty five against yeah, Karen. Crow that's what I'm saying. Week. So I mean, put a goose egg up on the board just goes to show you how good they are too anyway coach this is our last show for the uh, season uh, we'll start again in january yep. with the next chs coaches show anyway again have a nice christmas you do the we same. won't be Thanks, able to Donnie. see you so as always uh the chs coaches show was brought to you in part by armitar jewelry gulf america wire rope romero's power sports sester wealth management the landscape ranch freeman's furniture all-state credit or or glass Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And with that, uh, we'll say good night and God bless. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS Store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See Center for details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. 